Welcome to the Ink Productivity Tip of the Day. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Today's tip. A simple way to make sure your feedback inspires your team. From Joel Schwartzberg. There's no shortage of tactics and advice about giving feedback at work, ranging from the classic feedback sandwich to admitting your failures, emphasizing context, and avoiding being too nice. Some of the recommendations are consistent, others in complete contradiction. But if there's something we can all agree on, it's this. Most people don't like to be criticized, especially at work. When workers feel scolded and corrected, regardless of the intention and the setting, their motivation to improve goes down instead of up, which can seriously diminish engagement and productivity. According to Gallup's State of the Global Workplace 2023 report, employees who are not engaged or actively disengaged cost the world $8.8 trillion in lost productivity. Gallup defines engagement as a psychological commitment to one's work, team, and organization. I define it as waking up and looking forward to work or just the coffee. Is there a simple way, even just a word, for feedback givers to mitigate a discouraging impact without minimizing the message. There are a lot of ways to choose from. One can be a devotee of developmental feedback, evaluative feedback, constructive feedback, positive feedback, and several more. But as someone who's given and received a wide range of feedback, not all of it glowing or nice, I find one communication approach most helpful, and it is most easily understood metaphorically. Don't dig a hole, build a ladder. Digging a hole sounds like this. You took too much time. Your style creates conflict. You're not meeting a standard. You need to stop doing that. Basically, you're in a hole of your own making, and I'm going to keep digging so you understand the depth. Building a ladder sounds like this. Let's work on elevating your time management skills. How can I help you elevate your relationships? I think you can elevate your contribution even more. Can you think of ways to elevate your approach? Basically, you're on solid ground, but I can help you ascend so you can achieve the heights of your ability. Adopting and applying this approach means divorcing yourself from antiquated notions of feedback as a binary concept, always being either praise or criticism. As with all workplace communications, nuance matters. The latter approach is also not about sugarcoating or minimizing the message. It's about presenting a pathway for situational improvement. A ladder represents the ability to go from low to high, with each rung defining an achievable goal. And yes, there is a single word that helps. If you haven't guessed it already, elevate. Merriam-Webster defines elevate as to lift up or make higher, to raise in rank and status, and to improve morally, intellectually, or culturally. None of these definitions imply that someone is failing. Instead, they convey a message of growth and potential. Other elevating phrases, adding a new layer of understanding versus misunderstanding. Gaining a new perspective versus being closed-minded. 
adopting better ideas versus having unworkable ideas. Seeing this through a new lens versus not taking enough into account. As a people manager, unless you're in the process of firing someone, your job is to support them. This means spending less time pointing out their errors and hoping for better, and more time pointing to their potential and helping them climb. That rung is waiting for you. That's it from Inc. Check back weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern for more tips. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.